0: My name is Tim Barkholtz. I work for ExxonMobil, and I'm working on technology for CO2 capture. At ExxonMobil, we're working on a range of solutions, including a new way to capture carbon at natural gas power plants.
1: Learn more at energyfactor.com.
2: This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk.
0: Welcome to Down to Dunk. This is your host, Andrew Schlecht. We are part of DailyThunder.com, also Almighty Baller Radio. Today's media day. Lots of really uh, cool things were happening today in the Thunder universe. Uh, First of all, we got to talk to Carmelo Anthony for the first time, and also uh, Paul George did a great interview, so we get to hear those. Uh, The audio on the Russell Westbrook and Billy Donovan and Sam Presti are not great. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and try to put them on there. If they don't sound great, I'm so sorry. Uh, The others should sound good. I had a problem with the connection uh, at the first part of the interviews. Uh, So I'm going to try to splice in some of the best things from Media Day today. Uh, Listen on Wednesday. We're going to have more analysis on Carmelo Anthony. We're going to talk about Dwayne Wade and things like that. So make sure that you're following us on Twitter at Down to Dunk for all that information. Uh, we have a new intro, uh, which is courtesy of the man, Stephen Adams. You've already heard it. Uh, so that's also great. We're so excited for this season. Uh, enjoy the Media Day interviews, and we'll talk to you guys on Wednesday.
3: All uh, right.
4: Morning. Um, just uh first want to thank everybody for um uh coming out to media day um before i uh uh, take any questions just a couple things i just want to say um and um then i'll be happy to answer anything that you do want to ask uh first i just i I want to make sure that um we recognize our our ownership obviously ownership group led by clay bennett and, and there's several other people involved that um are tremendous uh, individuals and uh, citizens of Oklahoma City, as well. Um, you know, d- the last uh, summer like this or um, opportunities like this really are uh, you know only ideas and opportunities unless you know we're given the opportunity and the support uh, to execute on those. And um, uh, you know, I just I can't say enough about the group as a whole and what a pleasure it is to to, um, to work with them. And um, the other thing I think I just want to add about them is this: uh, it's a great group of people, but they're also incredibly uh, humble people, uh, our ownership group. Uh, and for that group of guys uh, to be from Oklahoma City, uh, to get along the way that they do, um, to um, support us as they do. There's just no egos in the group. And um, I think it's one of the reasons why, uh, I think it's a huge reason for the ability for us to sustain the level of performance that we've had since uh, 2008, going into this is our 10th anniversary. Um Uh, The other thing I just want to add about that group of guys that we've all had the pleasure of of, uh, of working for is they're incredibly passionate uh, as an ownership group about basketball in Oklahoma City. They're incredibly passionate about uh, the Thunder. Um, They're incredibly passionate about Oklahoma City uh, as a city, as a place, as a home, uh, as a thriving um, uh, community. Uh, But at the same time, they balance that with a tremendous amount of respect for our players. Uh, They respect their craftsmanship. They respect their space. They care about them as individuals. They care about their families. um, And um, they create a great environment for our players to to work because they know that they have the things they need to be successful, but they also don't have... um, uh, a lot of distractions, and um, I think it takes a lot of humility for, for, for an ownership group to operate that way. Um, with, you know, moving on, obviously, to uh, to the, the trade uh, with respect to Carmelo, um, an incredible opportunity for us, and a rare one, uh, to add a player like, like this. Um, I, I think the best word to describe, it is, describe him is dynamic. Um, you know, I think offensively there's some things about him that are different and that um, I think could be really special with our group in particular. One, um, you know, his ability to stretch the floor as a catch-and-shoot, three-point shooter regardless of a corner or non-corner threes. Um, he's over 40% in both of those areas over a period of time. Um, and uh, you know he also shoots an extraordinarily high percentage on uncontested ones, um, which hopefully with the with the group that we have, um, he, he'll be the beneficiary of some 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 open opportunities or more open opportunities than he's had. I also think Billy, uh, you know, with with respect to a player like Carmelo will be exceptional in terms of putting him in positions uh, to experience new things, um, to uh, move him around, and, and Billy is really excited about this opportunity because he really feels like Carmelo is somebody that uh, is a really underrated passer um, and also a guy that gets to the free throw line at a really high rate, um, but also, as I said before, is a guy that's an exceptional catch-and-shoot three-point shooter and just gives us another opportunity, another player that we can play in different spots, and I think that's one of Billy's greatest strengths is just, you know, utilizing the, the, the flexibility of the team and, and thinking creativ- creatively. Uh, so we're really excited about that. The other thing I just want to add about him, and that I've admired for a very long time, um, is just his professionalism and the way he carries himself, and everyone in Oklahoma City will have an opportunity to, to meet him and get to know him. Um, but from afar, uh, you know, he, he is a very, he's, he's, he's a rather dignified guy, in my opinion, in the way he uh, conducts his business, um, the relationships he has around the NBA and the respect that he garners from um, many different people, from owners to referees to executives and, and obviously players as well. Uh, he's, you know, he's had a, uh, we all know it's been a, a challenging uh, situation for him um and even you know, those things type those types of things happen um, but I thought he handled it the best way he could and that was another reason why in speaking to a lot of people that know him and know him well um, we really felt like he would not only be a really good fit for our team but I think you know he carries himself with a professionalism and a class that um, as a funder going to our tenth year we want that to continue to be a hallmark of our organization um, so with that I'll, I'd open it up to any questions.
5: Sam, you talked about on Friday how it was a, a risk not to take uh, a chance to get Paul George. Do you feel that it was the same way with
6: uh, Carmelo? Um,
4: that's a great question. Mike. I, you know, I, I, don't, I didn't think about it in those terms um, with Paul George. I, I did. I think. Um, I think in this case, I think it was mostly opportunity. Um, you know, obviously, it um, it doesn't come around very often that the ten-time All Star is is. Um, available and then it's unique in the sense that he had a the clause in his contract where he could he could choose the place to go so um i think opportunistically the the ability to you know make the trade to be in the position to to be on the list of teams and then as i said to open the press conference to to be given the ability to be aggressive by clay and the other um, members of the ownership group i mean that um you know that's what takes ideas uh, or theory and, you know, and turns it into actual practice and um, I, I look at it being like opportunistic. To me um, the, the risk I, I don't see it as much of a risk because of the team that we have in place and the way he complements the team um, it's, it's just kind of where we are in terms of the life cycle of the organization and the last thing I'd add is, you know, we've been at this for 10 years now uh, in Oklahoma City, and we've had a, 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 a you know, it's been an up-and-down experience, but I think it's been an incredible ride for all of us to be on and a lot of success that we've had. Uh, and the ability to find a way to sustain that, you know, beyond the, the kind of the commonplace team cycle in today's NBA is is about three years of high performance. And, you know, if we can capture that and and elongate it even further than we have with a a trade like this, um, you know, I I think it's a a great thing for the city, a great thing for the fans, um, and a great thing for our our players and coaches. Sam?
7: uh, Chris Lincoln, Oklahoma Sports Leader, with your old buddy, Coach Ted Owens. Hey, Coach. <laughs> Real quickly, uh, how did how come to get on the radar of the Oklahoma City
8: Thunder in terms of teams that he accepted to trade for? Any update on all the uh, Dwayne Wade rumors?
4: Oh, sure. Okay, so first first part of your uh, question. Um, you know, it, it's a, a unique situation when, the, when a player has that um, uh, ability. So it's kind of a... You're, you're kind of just kind of waiting and seeing. And obviously, you're preparing. Um, quite frankly, you know, we've prepared every offseason exactly the same way that we prepared for this offseason. season. And sometimes things, um, you know, break in a, in a good way, and sometimes they go against you. And we've kind of fortunate, obviously, that some of the things that we prepared for have worked out. Um, but... um we got informed, you know, by the Knicks that this was a potential opportunity, and, um, and from that point were we were able to engage. Um, you know, I don't want to get into how, how or when the conversation's picked up, but, um, you know, our job is to be in touch with all the teams all the time, to have a pulse on what's taking place. And, and, and you know, fortunately for us, um, you know, we've, we've been benefited by having good relationships with different people. Um We have a lot of different people that uh, we lean on to to have those conversations, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel like we had a good pulse on what was going on with New York. Um, But um, until you're on the list, it doesn't make a difference if you can make a deal or not. So once that happened, we we engaged. um, Scott Perry and I uh, worked together in Seattle for a year. and have been close friends for 15 years or so. Um, So we talk a lot, but the conversations, uh, you know, specifically about this deal, you know, didn't really pick up until we got on the list. Uh, Second question, sorry, Uh, Dwayne Wade. You know, um, as I said before, we try to prepare for uh, as many situations as possible. We know that these types of buyout situations are possible. A lot of times with buyouts, the... there's, a, there's kind of an idea in advance where the player might be leaning toward or going to. Um, you know that remains to be seen, but. Um, you know we'll go through the process and, and um, we'll be in touch with those people just like the rest of the league. Uh, anytime there's an opportunity uh, to make the team better uh, since 2008 or I guess really uh, yeah since 2008, you know we've tried to put ourselves in position to, to capitalize at least know what's going on, but that doesn't mean that we're, couldn't do anything. We just want to kind of understand what's taking place, and in this business, sometimes things are, are, are decided in advance. Believe it or not, um, but um, you know, we'll, we'll see how that one plays out.
9: And understanding that it, that it's it's early, obviously, but, but to what degree have there been discussions with Melo just about positions and power forward versus small forward and where he'll be used in Sure,
4: I mean those are conversations primarily that you know Billy will have with him, um, and. Um, I'm sure those conversations will, you know, continue to evolve in in the coming days, but um, I think that the way that he impacts the team as a catch-and-shoot player, you know, figuring out how we do that, uh, and then also not getting away from the things that he does exceptionally well, which is, you know, play with the ball in his hands. And um, I know Billy and his staff have been, you know, hard at work at figuring out how to play to everybody's strengths, Um, but at the same time, you know, know, we talked about this morning that, you know, all the same things win. You know, I, I said this the other day, like whether you're playing in high school, college, junior college, the NBA, like there's certain truths in, 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 in basketball that have to be fundamentally executed on a, on a day-to-day basis before you can worry about, um, you know, the... the uh, the intricacies and the tactics and um you will have to start working on those things tomorrow you know it's not something that um comes together quickly and you definitely can't skip steps and as i said i'll just reiterate again like i can write the stories for all of you you know the first time that uh we look uh sloppy or we drop a game here or there or you know we're working things through um you know that's natural, and, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you guys shouldn't. You know, react that way. But the vision for our team and the way we've gone about our business is always to think, see things for what they can be, and not for what they are. And I think we'll know what we can be. You know, after 82 games, and um, you know, we'll focus on you know what we can control to get to the end game uh, starting tomorrow.
5: Yeah, okay, Sam. Uh, you talk about Billy preparing for the season. Did he have two plans going, one with Carmelo, one without? I mean, it seems like big difference whether you have him or not.
4: Yeah. um, Well, you know, as I said before, uh, the uh, the opportunity to to acquire a player like this and um, doesn't happen quickly, so it's not like. um, you guys know I'm from New England, so it's not one if by land, two if by sea, as much as I would like to believe that everything you know goes back to uh, Paul Revere and uh, conquer Massachusetts. Um, but um, I think that uh, he he reacts, you know, when once we have. A player like that in place, you know, there's an infinite amount of you know, possibilities that could take place. But I think what makes Billy really good is he focuses on, you know, what he has, uh, how to, you know, create the best version of that. Um, and one of the reasons, you know, when I remember sitting up here. Uh, with him when we introduced him as the coach in this room and a lot of questions you know were posed to me he's like well what were the criteria the things that you thought were important and one of the things that I thought was really important why I thought he would be a great coach for us was you know he's shown that he he's evolved and continues to adapt he's very curious um he has a creativity Uh, he has a lot of the the in the um uh, criteria or qualities of like a high performance person, regardless if they're um, you know coaching basketball or doing something else. And so one of those things is adapt- adaptability and curiosity, and I think that's a huge strength of his. That he hasn't just held on to the things that have worked, but he's been willing to, you know, uh, push the limits, be creative, and, and and go through some of the the, the messiness that gets, you know, it's a kind of a requirement for making progress. And so uh, I think we'll see some of that. I hope we see some of that, to be honest with you. I hope we see some uh, stretching. I hope we see some things that, you know, we didn't think about uh, or haven't thought about yet. Because that's the only way I think you can break through and, and continue to make progress. Progress versus just, you know, stay, stay, you know, stay in the lane. Sometimes you gotta, you, you, you know, you, you've gotta be willing to, to go through some of the creative process in order to get the benefit of progress. I think he'll do that.
10: Thank you,
5: All right, thank you, guys.
10: Uh,
5: let me ask you, Barry. Touch it. Added one superstar, You've added two the pressure sort of goes to you to figure out how to use these guys. What what have you done and what are your immediate thoughts about how you how you incorporate Carmelo?
8: Well, you know, I, I, st- I still think that with this happening so close to, you know, the first day of training camp, you still have to do things as a team to be successful um, on both ends of the floor, both offensively and defensively. Um, obviously, Carmelo is a great scorer. Um, he's done it for a real, really long period of time. Um, I had a chance to spend some time with him yesterday. Um, really enjoyed, you know, being around him. But for us, it's going to be that process of you know, coming together as a team because. We obviously have a lot of new players, a lot of different players that have never played with each other. And that process beginning tomorrow to understand that this will be a journey that we'll have to go on together as a group to try to continually improve and get better and, and, and become hopefully as close as we possibly can to, to our ability.
6: How much of um, you yeah, talent? How much is, is it going to be these guys understanding just because they've all been lead role guys? I mean, is it a, much a mentality thing as just an X and O deal how they have to work together?
8: Well, I, again, I think that's that's the case on any team if you want to be successful. Like, there are certain things that you know I just consider the rules of basketball that you have to do, you know, to be a, a good basketball team on, on both ends of the floor and um, you know, these guys have been in the league for a long period of time. They've had a lot of uh, individual success. They've had team success in different situations. So, again, I think for me, like, the opportunity that we have is the opportunity that we get a chance to go to work every day and improve, get better, um, and, and try to figure out, you know, how we can be the best version of ourselves. Um you know, and again, we'll have to do it collectively as a group. I mean, uh, certainly Russell and Paul and Carmelo, um, there's a lot of excitement around them, and rightfully so. But, you know, Stephen Adams, Andre Roberson, you know, Jeremy Grant, Raymond Felton, like we got to be a team, and it's got to be all of us collectively as a team. And I think that's where the focus is right now going forward. Really sorry to turn it back to the trio, but um, do, do you have a hunch even as to how Russ, Paul, and, and Carmelo can enhance one another's games. Well, I think that's it, right there. You know, how 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 do we, as a team and as a group of players? Uh, make each other better and I think to you know expect Russell Paul and Carmelo uh, Or anybody else on our team whether it be Patrick Patterson being new and Raymond Felton being new that they're gonna hit the ground tomorrow running and it's just gonna be this cohesive unit that's played together for five years that just hasn't skipped a beat That's the challenging part. That's the exciting part, you know, when you start with the building of a team Uh, once training camp starts is those are the things that we're going to have to work through and get better at. And I think we've got a group of guys that are really good guys that are going to want to do that. I think they understand the things that you have to do to be a good team. So um, those are are areas that we'll have
9: to work through and, and get better at. I Sam was interesting that you kind of view Carmelo as a little underrated as a passer. I wonder if you could just speak to what what you see as his strengths where on the floor. You you think he might be best suited? Is he a, is he a power forward, and what he might be able to bring to wherever he is?
8: Yeah, you know, I think with a guy like Carmelo and certain players, they're almost positionless players when it comes to from an offensive standpoint because of their ability to do so many different things offensively. Um, you know, I. You know, found it very interesting a couple years ago, even seeing him a little bit, you know, with Team USA and, and how he played there and different situations he was in there and the way he played the game. You know, Carmelo, you know, even the last two years playing against the Knicks. Watching film, like he's really a smart player. He knows how to play. I think he's got a good feel of how to play. Um, I do think he sees the floor. Um, I do think he has very, very good vision. Um, and I think he put that on display, you know, uh, with Team USA at points, at, at points in time. So um, I do think he is because of his ability to score. I think there's sometimes with players like that, they they miss out on seeing a lot of other things they're capable of doing.
11: You, know, you, you guys had to part with Ennis Cannon in order to get this deal done, and Ennis and, and was such a big part of the, the rebounding dominance that you all have had for the past two or three years. Uh, does losing a guy like that and gaining a guy in Carmelo, think, does it force you to kind of shift your identity as a team and, and, and play more of those small ball lineups? Yeah, I mean, listen, the, 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 I think the game's changed in a
8: lot of different ways You know, over the years. Um, you know, for me as a coach, I think the hard part sometimes is you know being with Ennis for two years and just the kind of person he, 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 he is and um, the impact that he had on our team. Um, his sense of humor, his, I think, connection inside the team will be missed. And uh, Ennis was a great guy. He was a great team. He obviously loved being here. Um, and to your point, he, in my opinion, is maybe the best offensive rebounder in the game. And, you know, I think he'll be missed. But as we, I think, look at our team now, um, you know, utilizing different lineups across the front line gives us, you know, some flexibility to do some different things. Um, With Carmelo's situation just happening the other day, um, I think as a coach you're always trying to figure out ways to maximize the group. Um, You know, I think defensively you're going to have systems and schemes. Offensively you're going to have things that you believe in. Uh, but also I think offensively you want to put guys in positions systematically that is good for them where they're able to take advantage of their strengths and talents. For us, defensively, you know, we're going to have to collectively rebound if we are small times, um, and at times I think we'll have to maybe offensive rebound in some different ways.
11: Also, um, Kevin Durant made some comments on Twitter uh, talking about his time here. He said that, you know, he didn't like playing for you uh, he talked about not having teammates good enough to win a championship talked about the organization wanted to get your thoughts on that and if there was any conversation between you and Kevin he said that he reached out to you
8: yeah I mean, I'll just say this um, is we did communicate um, I enjoyed my time with Kevin and uh, I felt like Kevin and I had a very very good relationship you know when outside of that, I don't think there's really anything more to say, um, but I felt like we had a good relationship when we were
11: together.
12: Coach, yeah. Coach, how important is it to
7: get Carmelo Anthony at this point in his career after he's accomplished so much and what does that veteran uh, being at that point in his career do for your locker room? Well, I think he's huge because he has
8: um an enormous amount of respect around the league, you know, as a player, um, and and, and, and also as a person. um, And I think that only enhances and helps your locker room, having a guy like that. There's been a lot of reaction, uh, Coach, around the league. Okay, that's hey, fine. No, that's fine. Uh, I'll the lead to what Donald Trump had to say on Friday, um, his condemnation
5: of the demonstrations we've seen. Many in the NFL. I just wondered if, if what Billy Donovan's reaction to that might have been.
8: Yeah, I mean, I think for us here, um, again, I didn't see all the stuff that happened. Obviously, there was a lot going on uh, the last 24 hours here, but, um, you know, we're always going to support our players, you know, right for, for free speech and things that they're, um, you know, pointing out. Um, and, you know, for me personally, I also have great respect for our country as well. And it's certainly during some difficult times with different challenges going on, um, as a a person that has coached for a long period of time and been around a lot of different environments and situations, um, there are a lot of struggles out there and there's a lot of people fighting a lot of difficulties. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate because I would like to see our country come closer together rather than being pulled further apart.
13: Billy, when you had Kevin and Russ there together, you, you ended up staggering those two guys, first and second unit. Now you kind of have three guys who are somewhere between very good and excellent, uh, you know, first options on, on a team. What's the best way to, to, to stagger those three guys? Do you work two in a second unit? What's what's the best way to figure that out throughout the season? Well, I, you know, I've already said this before.
8: Um... When, when you do do that, um, there's going to be a level of sacrifice that goes into, you know, a person maybe doing different things. Because when you stagger like that, there's going to be someone getting less a lot of times twice per half, which could be a little bit different. But My main focus uh, for those guys is... First, making sure they're comfortable and feel like they're able to get a good rhythm while they're in there playing. Um, there's no question staggering those guys and putting different combinations, whether it be two of them out there together or the three of them or one of them. you know, that, that, That's something that, without question, that we'll have to look at and evaluate and figure out what's the best way to go in doing that.
7: Thanks. I got
11: Good to see you. How you doing, bro? Good. Um, Will you sign a contract extension before the start of the season? Say again. Uh, Will you sign your own uh, contract extension that's on the the beginning of the season?
7: Man, it's been a long, long summer. Uh, Had a baby. Um, so I've been working on a little here, But like I said before, man, you know, this is the place I want to be. I love being I'm excited about the season. I'm going to see new changes. And um, you know, I'm excited. And for now, I'm going leave it there.
5: Uh, Russell, what's happened in the last three months. Roster-wise, what do you think of... Of Paul George
7: Carmelo all your teammates now. Amazing man. Uh, to be able to play uh, with those two guys and the rest of the guys we have, they're amazing man. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to making a you know, great
9: win. Happy, happy, happy. Russell, so how, how much did you talk to Carmen over in, in recent days? How much were you guys involved in just kinda of I mean,
7: Um you know? we, we always been friends, we always communicated um, prior to any of this. Um, and we just happened just you know, a couple of days a couple days ago. Uh, but we always been friends and communicated, and you know, not just talking about back about just, just 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 being friends and the same thing with PG. Um, just
8: communicating as well. Um, yes, you've had um, multiple multiple players come out. Um,
12: I'm sorry, I'm so nervous to come back. <laughs>
9: Over
7: the last few years in his canter, just some thoughts yeah. over his time here. And oh, in yeah, man, This is an amazing guy, man. I'm just thankful uh, that he was able to be here. I wish him nothing but the best. An amazing guy. Um, great community guy, team guy. And, you know, he was one of those guys. You know, and always brought some type of flavor to lock him You our team. Uh, you know, I'm just excited for him. Nothing but good things for him. Russell, so you
6: got a lot of options, new faces. Does USA help you at all? I mean, how you guys that you've
7: played together, especially like Carmelo. Does that help at all the transition? Um, Talk about some of the changes. Definitely, definitely. It definitely will help. Obviously, when you have a team, you play a team, you have a lot of superstars and different guys on the same team. So guys have to sacrifice and and, and do different things. And that definitely helps. But, you know, we got to figure out the best way for everybody to play and uh, for our team to play. That part is easy, in my opinion. You want to just be able to go out and win over championship and guys will do with the, what it means uh, to be doing a championship Russell so how specifically will you enhance Carmelo on the, on the court what, what will you do to bring out his, the best in the um, as well yeah, as a point um, guard that's a part of my job is to be able to help you know, other guys and make, make their job easy and I will constantly um, continue to do that for him and for the rest of our guys as well, um, making you know, his job, uh PG job, and you know, everybody's transition very, very easy.
8: Russell, a lot of reaction around the league so far today to what Donald mm-hmm. Trump had to say on Friday. Right. I just
5: wonder what Russell Westbrook's reaction would have been. Yeah,
7: I mean, you know, obviously um, the things is outrageous, in my opinion. It's uncalled um, for, um, especially due to all the other things we have going on in the world. You know, and, you know, the people, the families, uh, people all across the world that's hurting, that need help, that needs you know, guidance from me. You know, from my house um, but I think it's just unnecessary and uncalled for. Him. um for you know, I'm definitely not against anything he says uh, there will be Russell yes, so you mentioned at the beginning, that Oklahoma
13: City is the place that you want to be. And I'm just wondering what the what the holdup is, or, or what the process was like for you thinking about the extension over the summer. And um, the very- process
7: is, I mean, like I said before, man, I've been at home, I've been traveling, um, just trying to get my family together. Honestly, um, you know, having a new son can be a little difficult. You know, what I mean, um, I've been trying to help my wife and my family, you know what I mean? enjoying, embracing that moment as much as I can because I know during the season. Um, I'm gonna be traveling, moving around, so I just been, you know, embracing that um, and finding ways to be able to do that as much as I can. And like I said before, man uh, like I told you know you guys last year, you know, this is the place I wanna be. Um you know, I love being here, I love the fans, I love the people here. I'm back now um, to get a chance to settle down, you know, get everything situated. And obviously, now with a few changes, um, you know, I'm good. You know, I like I'm not going
13: and speaking of the actual extensions, you signed an extension with Jordan too. So, uh, what, what, what was the, that process like for you? And, and what, like, uh, that process was easy.
7: The process was easy. Man, it was just uh, you know, thankful to be a part of the brand. Um, obviously, for the next you know ten, ten or so years. I man, you know, I'm excited just to be you know with the Jordan brand. And you know, I'm excited you know, for that whole experience. Yeah.
1: So I know you're an NFL fan, so I'm sure you saw some of the different forms of protest uh, that happened yesterday. Uh, do you that's going over
7: into this league and if so how do you see that um, I'm not sure man. I'm not sure. You know, I think, you know, <laughs> you know, as for me, in North Tim if, if, if it's something that, you know, we really discuss and go back to the team and discuss how we want to approach, you know, advantage in national anthem, you know, we have a lot of respect, you know, for the flag for national athlete. And um obviously, you know, if our guys, you know, want to do something that represents a and, and represents together. and
3: something that we can say to go as athletes. I'm all in for it. Hey Russ, this is your team now, so can you just talk about the, the job that Sam Presti's done to put these players like Carmelo yeah. and Paul George around you to try to get that championship?
7: Oh uh, man, he's done an amazing job. and he's, he's um, you know done a, a great job. You know, ever since I've been here, he's finding ways to constantly keep making us a better team, and you know, uh, for that, you know, we're definitely we're very, very thankful to have that, somebody like, like that in charge of making those decisions. And you know, he's done an amazing job in you know. that.
11: Russell, as Sam said, you had an injection in your knee. I want to ask, you know, how's your knee doing and, and what's the severity of that? Uh,
7: I'm great, man. It's just PRP. Just, you know, something I do, honestly. In the summertime, just had to move. move I'm back this year because, um, like I told you, man, I'm <laughs> So, you know, a lot of different things going on And uh, for me, you know, my family is the most important thing in my life And, and you, know, I take way, very, you know, I take that very, very seriously And I take time to be able to, to embrace the moments uh, of that So, you know, just move it back a little bit And I'm fine, so I'll be ready to go so,
11: hey, you said that's something you do in the summertime Is this something you've had before? Uh,
7: no, 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 no. I've Checkups, Monday is fine, great. I'm
3: doing well. Yes, Russell, how how does it feel going from being Russell Westbrook, the basketball player for the past nine, ten years, uh, to being Russell Westbrook, the fashion icon, the fashion maiden for the past month? (laughs)
7: The past month. I mean, you've been big time for the past month. eh? But uh, I wouldn't say that I just started a month ago. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm happy and excited um, to be able to kind of expand my brand all over the place and do different things. But, uh, you know, just happy to be back. So, yeah. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Congratulations you. on being a father. Thanks, man. Appreciate,
14: Appreciate that. Thank
5: you. Well, Paul, the, the team's uh, quite a bit different from even when you got traded in uh, July 1st. So, what do you think of adding Carmelo?
15: Uh, Carmelo, um, you know, I, I think um, we uh, <laughs> we uh, we we definitely felt great um, about what we had uh, previous to Carmelo being traded, um, but now adding someone like Carmelo takes this team to another level. Um, I, in my eyes one of the best true scores and players that this league has ever seen and um you know it's it's a luxury to play alongside him um instead of having to deal with um a cold tub right after the game and playing him um so looking forward to uh to, to his addition and, and what he's going to bring he's been around a long time but
5: still an effective scorer, you generally I assume you guarded him most games. Mm-hmm. What's he still
15: like to play against? He's still tough. I think the biggest thing is is the competitive nature in him. Um, to go alongside of him being a bruiser and um, you know, just his mindset. Uh, he's one of the most skilled. Um, it's not even his uh, his ability to score, but just the skill that he has um, to, to do other things as well. Uh, it's going to make him a, a very, very gr- a great piece for, uh, you know, coach and, and for Russ and I to, to, to be able to use. Uh, Paul, you guys do some similar things. How do you see
11: your game and his game working together?
15: Um, well, hopefully, you know, I- Russ and I both make the game easy as possible for Mel. Um, you know, I, I think I can take the the alongside with, Robert, with, with Robertson, um, taking the matchups uh, defensively to uh, leave Melo just to, to do what Melo does, and uh, that's put points on the board, and, and that's to be a mismatch, uh, a matchup problems on the offensive end. Um, but, you know, really is to take that pressure off him defensively to where he doesn't have to exhaust himself chasing the smaller guys or um, have to, you know, defend the, the primary guys on most nights. Um, so I think we'll work well together. Uh, we're completely different players in my eyes, um, but we both have one one common goal and that's to win. And, um, you know, he's ready to win and he wants to win now. So um, you know, we, we definitely got that in common paul uh, this was a question even before mellow arrived but
11: you know just the divvying up of the shots uh, you carmelo and russell are guys who are used to taking a bulk of the shots how do you think that's going to work uh, in the offense uh, this year with
15: you guys working i together? mean it, it should work it's just not something that's new um you know this is not something new where three guys have been paired up and uh, they haven't found ways to win um you know, it's not going to be about who's getting shots. Um, you know, all of us. Have we talked about this? It's 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 whoever has the flow, whoever has it going, um, and then it's it's you know I've always played the game as you know you let the game dictate who shoots, um, and and you know those guys play the game the same way, so um, I'm not worried about shots. Neither those two guys. We want to win, and that's it. Paul, what what does this tell you about this new organization you come into? The Oklahoma City Thunder, their commitment to winning, adding pieces like you and Carmelo. It means a lot. You know, it means a lot. Um, when your front office is that active in, in this summer in free agency and um, acquiring not only players but acquiring superstar players, um, it says a lot about that front office. Um, you know, it, it sure says a lot to Russ that, you know, they're committed to bringing and putting guys around him that's going to give him the best chance to win. That's what you want to see out of a front office.
6: Most people agree They the shorter preseason, they like that. But with all the new pieces, and not just you guys, but working with your new teammates, you got a shorter time to get that together. How do you deal with that? How long do you think it will take before you guys can get Um, there? You
15: know, I'd be a realist. Uh, it's it's going to take a little bit, but I think the best thing about it, we, myself, with, uh, with Melo, we have some chemistry to an extent playing with USA together. Russ and Carmelo played together in USA. So to some extent and degree, we have some... Uh, a, a level to start off at. Um, we have a base, I think. Um, but, you know, it's going to take some time. Um, we want to get going as soon as possible and, and get used to one another as soon as possible. But um, I think we take the approach day to day and focus on something to get better at day to day. We'll be all right.
0: Your first
9: is Go ahead. Okay. Your versatility is, is remarkable at a really high level. Is there any particular thing that, that you uh, feel is not a weakness, but something you can, you can improve on, or and is there something on the other end that you feel is just uh, your biggest strength?
15: Um, I think the strength is, is that ability to do multiple things. Um, I think being versatile at the small forward position, offensively and defensively, is what what i think makes me unique in this league um i think the biggest thing i can work on and i'll have tremendous help in that is the leadership part um and and you know i i think it's the greatest um chapter for me in my career and in and in my life is to have you know other guys i can look up to as well who can help me on the leadership and, 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 you know, accountability. And, um, you think all of that will kind of play a part in, in, in this process for myself.
9: Well, obviously, Carmelo had a choice in where he went. He had to waive a no-trade clause to come here. How much did you guys converse with him about about being here, and and what did you say to him about those things?
15: Oh, we sold it, man. We sold the heck out of it. Um, I told him about the ponds that I've been on, uh, the fish I've been catching out here. Um, no, nah, we we uh, you know we we've talked. Uh, we've we've had long conversations, um, not even knowing that this would be the destination we end up. But just speaking or talking about the possibility of playing alongside one another in the NBA Um, and and we've had these conversations being in uh, the Olympic team of of playing alongside one another so um, you know when I got traded here and you know found out that Um, he wanted to change uh, his destination Um, and you know we reached out to one another we started talking um, and and tried to figure out how we can make this work to get him here and um You know, it's 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 awesome to have guys to want to play alongside you and and team up with you and um, share a mission with you. So uh, we got right to it, and and the same went for us. You know, those two are pretty close. Um, You know, we all were kind of in the loop on what was going on, and um, we made it possible
3: speaking of that pg recruiting um there's been sources saying that uh you've been talking to d wade you guys were trying to recruit him too can you just talk about that a little bit and and see what you know is going on with that as far as him that's
15: hey, that's between sam and d wade um you know it would be it would be great it would be great to get uh, uh d wade back i got the chance to work out with him um a little bit ago uh late in the summer and um man he, he looks he looks really good uh so uh, it'd be great to get d wade here um you know if he's bought out he's a free agent sure um i'm in i'm in his phone text i'm in his dms uh
1: his snapchat whatever i gotta do i'm gonna try to get this dude here Paul, in today's NBA, is, is it realistic to to think that this is this is what it takes to win a championship? To to assemble this kind of talent yourself, Russell and Carmelo?
15: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we get cr- criticized a lot for being friendly and um, you know not being able to do it alone. Honestly, in this league, um, you know, it's 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 hard to do it alone. Um, you know, Russ averaged a triple double, and uh, you know. Couldn't get out the first round. Um, and that's a special talent in a guy that did everything he could to win. Uh, but you just need you know, you need guys of that stature and that level to be able to help and and create something special. Um, you know, it's just that, that era, uh, where you got to face teams that are going to have two or three guys that can take over games and, and, uh, be iconic to this league. So, uh, I do, I do think, um, you know, you, you have to have that to compete in this league.
5: There's been a lot of reaction uh, yesterday uh, uh, in stadiums, Paul, and then today around the league and media days of the NBA uh, in regard to Donald Trump's uh, Friday comment. I just what, what what do you expect? There's the league rule, I guess, that specifies you guys have to line up uh, for the anthem. But what what do you anticipate uh, in the NBA in regard to, you know, the first month of the season or the season as a whole or whatever in regard to a statement?
15: Uh, I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure. I can't speak for for other organizations or other teams um, or the locker rooms. Um, Hopefully, whatever we do as a unit, um, as a union and and, and as a fraternity, we do it. Um, Everyone has... Take a part into doing something. Um, hopefully, we do something as a league. Um, that's that that gives us strength. Um, I thought what the NFL is doing right now is, is beautiful. They're showing uh, a lot of power, not only from the from the players, but. Um, the front office um, make a that they're going to back their players up in whatever they do. Um, I thought that was very powerful. Um, so hopefully we can approach it the same way the NFL is doing it. Um, I saw MLB guys taking part into it. So um, if, if we could just realize what's, what's at hand, um, you know, we're the face of a lot of things. We're face of a lot of brands. Um, if we can use that platform to, to kind of Catapult, what's going on? Um, you know, that's 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 where we can make our mark on. Thank
16: you, Paul. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, somebody got questions.
7: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carmelo, whenever the the possibility of you coming to Oklahoma City was brought up, the common common theory was he would never want to play in in Oklahoma City.
16: That's because nobody really knew me, but.
5: So my question is, what? Anything? Obviously, great roster and great organization, but the thought of
16: playing and living in Oklahoma City—why was that okay for you? Well, first of all, it happened uh, happened so fast, so quickly. Um, you know, where I had to make a you know a quick decision. Um, but believe it or not, Oklahoma City was a team that. Um, that I've, that me and my team talked about, uh, we discussed it, um, and if the opportunity presented itself, um, whereas though we can kind of bring a deal to the, you know, to the Knicks organization, is something that uh, both parties feel comfortable with. Uh, this was, a, this was a team, this was an organization, this was a city that I had no problem coming and, you know, being a part of. Carmelo, how much did Russell and, and Paul play a
9: part in that, just in, in terms of convincing you to be here and wanting to play with you?
16: You know, Russ, you know, Russ don't really do the convincing, uh, you know, he came to New York, uh, with, you know, played pickup at, you know, at my gym, I saw him in Paris at at fashion week, uh, you know, me me and Russ became close and close and close over the years and, uh... He was a big part. He was a big reason why I wanted to come here. Uh, You know, to see his loyalty to the city, to this organization, um, you know, what he was able to do, you know, on the court. uh, I wanted to be a part of that. Um, Adding PG was just another reason why I wanted to come here. Uh, You know, our relationship, our friendship, uh, but our respect for one another as basketball players um, was, was a reason that. I wanted to play alongside him and, and have an opportunity to compete for a championship and kind of just bring, you know, some more some more energy. Not like this city needs any more energy, but, you know, it, it, it's a different energy, you know, a different focus, a different motivation I, that myself have, uh, Paul has, and Russ has, being, you know, being that we haven't won a championship yet in, in, in our career, and we see that, and that's our ultimate goal.
8: Now you you Mel, you posted on your website kind of like a love letter to New York saying goodbye to everybody. When you look back and I guess how will you reflect on your time with the Knicks and how do you think or how do you hope fans will remember your legacy there?
16: Well, I think you have to have, ask those fans. Uh, I think for every fan, would they would give you a different, you know, a different answer to that. Uh, but uh i thought i i became a product of my environment as far as adjusting to what i had to adjust to from a basketball standpoint um you know win lose a draw you know i i was there every night uh, i came in competed every night uh i stayed professional throughout you know all the ups and downs of you know that comes along with being in new york um it was a lot of noise, so I had to find some type of, uh, you know, quietness and, you know, find some me time to, you know, try to figure this all out. But uh, I don't think the fans will have uh, anything bad to say because they—they, they, I think they understand, they're very educated. Uh, they understand what it's like playing in New York. And for me, I feel like I've, I've embraced all, all of those challenges, you know, Playing in new york and um off the court i was i was very um you know engaged with the community engaged with the youth uh, family friends uh you know i, I will always feel like i'm a major major part of that city so that that's not going anywhere and i just want those fans to understand that this was a business decision this was a you know a career decision and um you know, it, it happens. It's sports. Um, you know, it, 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 there's times in sports where everybody got to go their separate ways, and uh, there's no hard feelings. There's no bad blood between, you know, myself and that organization or anybody over there. Um, but I'm here now, and, and you know, I, 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 I would like to close that chapter and, you know, begin this new chapter.
6: The uh, uh, common thing when you bring two guys, three guys that have been lead dogs on their teams can they mesh do you see that as a problem and then two you got a short preseason which i think everybody likes players and fans alike but that's a shorter time to work together do you see that being an issue
16: um I don't, I don't see i don't see um the only issue i i, I probably would say that we're going to face is the chemistry early you know getting to getting to know one another um not trying to make it all happen all in one night all in one game uh and and understand that this is a process this is a this is a marathon and you know it's going to take a it's going to take a little bit of time to you know for us to gel not just us three but the whole team to get a chance to to know one another um but at the end of the day it's 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 basketball and um you know i'm I'm not i didn't want to come here to try to outshine paul or russ or And vice versa, you know, we're trying to win basketball games and by any means necessary, we're going to do that. I'm going to bring, you know, my skill set, you know, here to this team, here to this organization. And, you know, that's what I'm here for. And uh, I've always been kind of a product of my environment and being able to just um, be a chameleon, a chameleon in the sense of just blending into my situation and making that situation work, whatever it calls for, whether I was with the New York Knicks, whether I was on the USA team, um, and even here in Oklahoma.
11: Carmelo, you've carried an awful
16: lot of the scoring load on your teams throughout the
11: years. Just what does it mean to you to look at the roster, look at these guys, and recognize that you don't necessarily have to do that anymore?
16: Yeah, I don't want... I don't. It's, it's a difference, though, because I don't want to take the, the load on of have to do it and score in 30, 40, 50 points every night, but, I mean, I score. I just, you know, I'm, I, uh, that's what I do. I don't want... I can't take that away from me. I think being, being that I, I, I do that very well, um, I think this team needs that you know, along with, you know, some other things. So um, I didn't come here to to just be a rebounder or, you know, I came here to bring my skill set to this team and, um, you know, and, and fit into... Kind of, what's the plan? I haven't, I haven't sat down with coach yet to see kind of, you know, how we're going to play, what we're going to do, and schemes and things like that. But for the most part, I just want to be be able to do what I do best um, within the confines of, you know, the the system and what coach won and um, and being being able to work alongside alongside Russ and 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 PG.
3: Carmelo. You only get one chance to make a first impression, they say. What was your first impression? The fans beating you at the airport? Your first unbelievable. impression?
16: Unbelievable. Like unbelievable. You know, to go from a situation where it was just so you know, it was it was, it was an emotional roller coaster for me. Uh, you know, being back in New York. Um, <clears throat> at times it was it was it was very strenuous on myself, on my family. Uh you know, my family is actually, you know, still there back, you know, back in New York. So I just want to take my hat off to them for being able to stick it, stick it out with me and and, and deal with that and deal with me after, you know, the long nights and the lonely nights. And but to come here on the flip side of that and just feel that passion and feel that energy. um and anytime you feel wanted and appreciated, you know, that, that you can't even put those, you know, those feelings into words.
5: What, on what's your history with Billy Donovan? How well do you know each other? And what are your thoughts on him as a coach?
16: I don't really, honestly, I really don't, I mean, I have no, I have no history with, with coach, um, you know, so that's going to be another, another process uh, that we have to get used to, but, you um, I respect him, uh, Hall of Fame coach. I respect him. I know his, you know, I, I know his pedigree. I know it, you know, his, his resume. I know what he's about. Um, technically speaking, he's a young coach in, you know, in, in, in this league, uh, still learning. Uh, but I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in with him. You know, whatever he needs from me, I'm, I'm there. Uh, you know, he can communicate with me. He can come talk to me. I can come talk to him. Um, and I think that's the way that we're going to make this thing work. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm letting him coach. I'll be the player. And, you know, I, I respect that. And we go from there. Well, Melo, I had two questions, actually. The first is, um, how do you
11: feel about, you know, starting at the four or the concept of starting at the four or even coming <clears throat> off the bench? And the second question is. Well, me? Oh. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that answers that part I,
16: I, mean, I don't know where that started where I came from AP <laughs> <laughs> hey they said I gotta come off the bench <laughs>
11: No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, well, how do you, I guess the bench question is not a question. But um, how do you feel about the potential of starting at the four? And then um, on a lighter note, how do you feel
16: about the phenomenon of Hoodie Mello? <laughs> Um The first part is to, to speak on playing the four. Uh, I, I won't even call it the power forward position anymore in, in this day and game. Uh it's a four, you know, it, 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 it's a number. You're out there on the basketball court. Uh, it's a position. Uh, I don't feel no type of way. I feel like, you know, there has been times where I've been my strongest at, at that position. Um and, you know, like I said earlier, I, c- I can adjust. You know, if you need me to play the three, that's which is my natural position, I would do that. You need me to play the four, which is, you know, I, I think I I could actually be a lot a lot better uh, at the four with this team. Um, then I'll do that. You know, and I'll be moving around, so, I, you know, I'll be moving around. But I have no problem with playing the four, none at all. I actually I actually uh, like that. I actually embrace that. Um, And I think for this team, uh, it would be better for me to play the four and more more beneficial to everybody. And the Hoodie mellow thing, um, you know, for me, it was just actually, actually it started with a a beanie. Like I was just in the gym and I didn't have a haircut and I was like I'm just gonna go and throw a hat on. I wanted to sweat and I just started working back out in the summer and then from there went to a hoodie and it got out and the phenomenon started But it for me it was just about Showing a different focus that I have A different motivation And just kind of just locking in uh, To what I have to do And locking myself into the gym And locking myself into focusing in on my body And, 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 and Because I didn't know what was going to happen So it was just so much going on That was surrounding me That I just wanted to find a way That I could just focus in And uh, that's when Hoodie, Hoodie, Hoodie Mellow was created Carmelo can you tell us where Dwayne Wade will be playing this year where is he uh, I have no idea to be honest with you I would love to have him here in Oklahoma City but am I allowed to say that is, is that tampering? oh he's free now come on D you, you know you, you know you belong at come, come on that's all I'm going to say
3: all right, Carmelo. Uh, with the lack of media coverage on Puerto Rico after the hurricane,
16: uh, that's being, the most important question of the day.
3: And with you being one of the few players in the league with um, familial ties to the island, can you tell me what you're doing, maybe to help the
16: recovery efforts, and maybe what your new fan base uh, can do to help you out with that? Yeah. Well, um, I, I've started kind of a like a YouCaring page, uh, you know, a link, and just kind of trying to raise the funds to you know, to kind of bring Puerto Rico back and help Puerto Rico by any means necessary. Um, I'm I'm committed to, you know, to my Island to, to help everything. And, you know, I'm talking to the government officials down there. I'm talking to all these organizations of just trying to figure everything out. Um, I don't want to just do something just to do it. I want it to be meaningful. I want it. I want the people to, you know, feel impacted of, you know, by what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to create. So it's just so much that's just going on right now, down there on the Island that, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, to, to say, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. It's not until we really figure out, uh, exactly what's going on, exactly, you know, what we're going to do. Um, but I'm, I'm committed and I, I call on everybody, any and everybody, uh, you know, to, to not overlook, you know, Puerto Rico because there's, there's so much, so many things that's going on in the world today and our country today. Um, and at the end of the day, Puerto Rico is a part of, you know, the United States, so we cannot overlook, you know, that that, that island. So, um, you know, I, I challenge the powers that be, the president of the United States to not overlook, you know, Puerto Rico, don't overlook our, you know, Puerto Ricans, we need your help, and we need all the help that we can get, so. Thank you. So
10: thank you. All right, thank you, yeah, good to see you
5: yeah uh, Nick what's new yeah (laughs)
10: not much another day at the office
5: what do you think of? I mean it's a different
10: team than you left when uh last April what what do you think of all the changes yeah it's uh it is uh it's surprising um I think uh it's really good for us we got a lot of talent um I think a lot of guys are motivated to to have the best team we can and um but yeah you're right a lot of changes and um know we'll see we'll see how it goes i think it's our job to get to work and and try to uh, figure out the best way to play together and best way to, to have the best season we can
9: Nick, if you could take me back to 2003 and and seeing Melo in the championship game and what you remember about that, and mm-hmm. just uh, what's it like now to be a teammate with that guy so many years later? Uh,
10: I mean, that to me, that game for me stings more than any game. That loss, losing in a championship game, uh, but we battled, man. We played as hard as we could, and and uh, he was great as a young player, as a freshman. Um, Jerry man- Jerry Magnamer hit a ton of threes. It was just like a it was a rough game for us, but. Um, you know that's that's a great moment for him and really springboarded his career into the NBA. Um, but I'm, I'm you know excited to have him as a teammate. I think he's a, a really good player and uh, he's going to help us a lot. And uh, he's it's good to have uh, for me. I like I enjoy having more veteran guys around, and uh, I think uh, I think it's going to really work out
1: well. Nick, does this does this collection? Of, of talent of stars remind you at all of uh, when Harden and Kevin Durant were here with,
10: with Russ? Um, I think it's just different because those guys everybody was so young then it was a um, we didn't I guess we, we didn't know how good we were or what we had I think with those teams until we got to the end of the season and were able to keep winning playoff series so it is a different feel I think just because of the, the stage that uh, guys are at in their, in their careers but uh, it is a similar feel with a lot of talent, and uh, I think that's always a, a, a good thing is, is to have plenty of talent and then have to figure out um, you know how to play with it. It's, it's uh, better than, than the alternative to, to not have enough talent to, to beat some of these
14: teams. Hey Nick, uh, right over here, DJ Raven K with uh 105.1 KBLP. Good to see you still on the team, buddy. Thank and you. Uh, I just want to give a compliment because uh, Mister Priesty, Priesty, he's doing a, he's assembling maturity, and that's what I see with the squad right now. And I'm like you, you touched on that just a moment ago. I think with with Carmelo now, and and you got you got George wanting to get in his game more mature, and, and Russ has help, and all of you guys now could come together as a unit and be a cohesive unit not just because of the names i know that's uh, that's a lot of what's going on you know and a lot of people are really excited about that but i think when you have a level of maturity involved that leadership just exuberates and and that makes you a well-oiled machine because you know the parameters in which you have to work so give me your thoughts on that
10: yeah i think um i think you're right at uh, the we've We've built uh, we've built a lot of successful uh, teams here with a lot of youth, and uh, but we've always had veteran guys that that have been there to um, to lead by example to try to help younger players, and I just think um, I think. When you have veterans that can also still play really well, I think that's the best case and uh, you know those guys have been through a lot of battles and um, they're gonna uh, just understand how to play how to win games there's there's some uh little things you you understand as a as a player with some experience that you can pick up and um, I think uh, I think it'll be good for us right, yeah. a lot of uh reaction
5: to what Donald Trump had to say Friday, Nick, in NFL stadiums yesterday and then today throughout the NBA at different media day events. What was your reaction to it, and what do you anticipate? Maybe the reaction throughout the league might be after the season starts. Will
10: it be universal? Will it be team by team, guy by guy? How do, how do you think that will play out? Well, I, I'm dis- a disappointed in the president's comments. I, I think he's got an opportunity – to try to bring people together It seems like every time he has a chance He tries to tear people apart I don't know if it's for political gain Or uh, or what But I think part of being an American And, and loving America And loving the country Is uh, loving your fellow American And, and the, the other people who make up this country So when people have an issue that they uh, protest, they're trying to make the country a better place. And whether you agree with them or disagree with them, to then make them your enemy does nobody any good. And uh, for me, it's disappointing. I, I, I think it's um, you know players are players are in an interesting position in this country where they have a huge voice and um, they can try to use that for good and for to unite the country. I think that's what guys are trying to do. I know it's a tricky situation and uh, the. A lot of people disagree with it, but I I just wish instead of instantly saying it's us against them and fighting the culture wars that everybody seems to fight all the time, I just wish there would be more um, listening and trying to make make it better and, and solve problems instead of just point out whose fault it is for problems. Uh, you, you, put in,
13: you put in your, your time talking about how you wanted a shorter preseason back when it was eight games and mm-hmm. a month long and whatever, and now it's shorter and you got all these right. million pieces <laughs> that you have to work in. Do you kind of wish they were putting in yeah, that rule? Yeah, th- this is maybe
10: year? the one year I was a guy that had been used to a lot of continuity. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Coach Donovan would like as much time as we could have, but... Uh, you know, we're, we're going to be on this level playing field. Everyone else has got a short camp. And, um, you know, that's good about uh, what we were saying about experience. I think that'll help guys understand how to play the game and uh, understand how to, how to play basketball. So I think that'll help us. It's, uh, it's probably easier to have, you know, a shorter camp with, with more veteran guys. But uh, it'll be a challenge. You know, we got to get the most out of every day. We're together.
1: Uh, Nick you're one of the league's elder statesmen so to speak you're one of the uh, liked and respected guys not just by fans but by by players and executives as well do you see a future uh, in basketball after you're done playing maybe coaching maybe in the front office maybe with the thunder uh,
10: possibly I think uh, I really want to go into this season and and uh, really make the most as a player you know I've been doing this for a long time since I was a kid and uh it, it, it very well might be my last year. It's probably my last year. And I want to make the most of it. So I don't want to be like one foot out the door. But I think whenever that time comes, uh, I'll put in a lot of thought. You know, I want to uh, be able to balance my personal life. Uh, I have an 11-year-old daughter and just making sure I have enough time for her. So there's a lot of things in play there. But, yeah, I've, the game has been great to me. I enjoy the game. I think I have some to offer. But it's uh, still a little bit down the road to make those decisions. Yeah, Nick, how tough of a job does Billy have this year trying to mash
5: all these uh, new pieces and and high profile pieces
10: well i think um i think it's a as as a coach i'm sure you want to be able to have a lot of talent and i think that's what you want more than anything i think we have that um you know i think it uh it it could be i think having new guys uh, in general is difficult just trying to get people to to understand every single set and all the things that you got to put in for a basketball team it, it it's you know to be able to come in with you know your top 7 guys back obviously is an advantage but it's tough but I think um I think the players uh are really all these guys that are new are all on a point of their career I think they're really uh engaged and really um, excited, really want to have a good year they got you know it, they're they're older in their career they want to have success team success and i think that's why they they they're here and uh so i think that's a good starting point point. and uh, we'll, we'll figure it out there'll probably be days where we're uh, with so many new guys we don't look great and we struggle but the as always like we always say here it's about putting the work in day by day and then at the end of the year you have the best team possible
9: Nick, uh, you've seen a lot of guys come and go, uh, in the organization seeing Ennis leave the other day. Had you ever seen a bigger ambassador
10: to a community and and Mm -hmm. to the team like Ennis? Um, I mean, Ennis was, was, uh, was great for us while, while he was here. And, uh, that's, that's a really hard part about, uh, what we do. Guys are coming and going all the time and yeah, Ennis, uh, loved Oklahoma city and, uh, was so active in the community and did, did so many good things. And, um, you know, I think he understands it. it's 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 a it's a business that's the line everybody says, but it's true. and uh, he'll continue to do those things wherever he can. That's the type of guy he is. and that's that to him that's a, as important as as his basketball career is what he's doing to help help other people.
17: Um, I just wanted to say, I tried asking Russell a question about 20 minutes ago, and it came out poorly, and now I'm trending on Twitter, but oh. I want to go ahead and go re- get a rebuttal here. So uh, I'm just curious, are you expecting a
10: farewell tour this season? Oh, uh, I don't think anybody out of Oklahoma would even know of, about whether, you know, where I'm at in my career, so uh, not, not really. I think, uh, you know, I, I've... Like I said, I'm pretty sure it's. I probably didn't handle it the best. Have been clear on whether it is or not. I'm pretty sure it is. You never know uh, whether it's my last year or not. But uh, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm just going to enjoy it and uh, and uh, try to make the most out of it. And uh, yeah, that's about all I really had to say about it.
13: Giving up Ennis and, and bringing back Mellow means that you guys are down a center from where you were. 72 hours ago is have you had conversations since and what that might do to your playing time in comparison for last year is that have you guys even gotten to that point
10: no we haven't got to that point i I think for me i i've learned that you just have to be ready and things happen things change um, guys get hurt you usually get an opportunity at some point so um, for me i'm trying to be in as good a shape, be as healthy as I can, and uh, and see what happens. I think that's always the as a player. That's always the best mindset: is to not um, think anything set in stone or, or think anything's going to happen. Just be ready for it, and and if opportunity comes, it'd be great. And uh, I hope I hope I'm able to, to do well with it and play well with it.
11: How do you think uh, you know this organization is showing that it it's willing to continue to go out and add key pieces? How do you think that? reflects on a guy like russell or paul george that has a decision to make whether it's before training camp
10: or in free agency in 2018 mm-hmm. i think well as players you you want to have the best team possible and uh, you know we appreciate the the team or the the front office doing what they can to give us that and you know as always i i feel like those guys know what they're doing and uh, they've got a proven track record and and they've made good decisions so uh this is what they want to do with the team. So we're here. We're happy about it. And, you know, yeah, I think Russell appreciate it. Russell knows that uh, that the team is is uh, has been supportive of his career, and, and he, it's been a good place for him. Um, but for us, we're, we play with who we got, and we're, we'll be ready to go. And it, it's uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be a fun year, I think. All right. Who said that? Oh, what's going on? <laughs>
9: Who said
18: that? <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> all right, first question. Hey Dre, let's get it over with. Um, you
11: know, uh, Russell still has a decision to make. Mm-hmm. Paul George is going to be a free agent, but. You, you, the team continues to add key pieces Added Carmelo Anthony this, this weekend uh, What do you think that message Sends to guys like Russell And Paul George who have the sense to make that The team is not only still Going and, and, and willing to do it but they're, they're Able to pull off these moves uh, time and Time again
18: um, it just shows you, you know, how much we're invested in the organization and, you know, Russell and the guys we bring in, um, it just shows you how much they mean to this organization and how much we want them back, um, and, uh, I think they know that, um, so, um, you know, it's all up to them on the decisions, I'm um, a grown man, and, uh, I think they'll do what's best for them and themselves and their family, so, uh, yeah.
11: We like to talk about super teams in the NBA, whether it's now, with the Warriors or years back with, with, with the Heat, do you think this qualifies the Thunder now with,
18: with having this trio of shooters and, and yeah. the Warriors as a super team? Yeah, for sure. Uh, got three all stars on the team. Uh, you know, and uh, the type of caliber players they are, I think I definitely think this qualifies as a super team. Uh, there's not that many uh, teams in the league with as many stars as we have. Uh, so I uh, definitely would uh, throw ourselves up there. So, yeah, just got to make things happen. Andre, what kind of opportunities do you see for yourself as an offensive player when you
11: have three other offensive players of that caliber Mm -hmm. uh, out there with you?
18: Uh, I see a lot of opportunity, to be honest. Uh, Just knowing the main focus is going to be on those three guys. Uh, And, uh, you know, just kind of play off of them. Feed off of them. Get out of fast breaks, cut back doors, stuff like that. Spot up wide open. Uh, I see a lot of of opportunity, not just for me, but, you know, everybody else on the team. So... uh, you know, we got a great coach in Billy Donovan. Uh, he's gonna put people in the right positions to succeed and,
13: and capitalize off of uh the defense's coverages. So, uh I think it be a big year for us. What what are you doing when you find out about the mellow trade? What's uh what's what's your just initial reaction when that happens? Uh it's a funny story behind this. Uh I was actually
18: uh out with Doug and uh <laughs> a notification popped up on Bleacher report uh, about, you know, Carmelo the uh, the adding the Thunder to the list and we just started rambling on that and like yo I might be out of here man I might be one of the guys <laughs> and the next morning he was out of there so I was like man I had to call him the next day he just started laughing and was like man I miss you guys but you know uh, it's going to be a great opportunity for him um, get some playing time over there and uh, uh I guess it's a win-win situation for both so um, gotta miss both those guys Innocent and, and Doug they're great
13: players and great, organ- great guys so um you're, I, I know you and Ennis specifically Are, are pretty close yeah. I mean, What what conversations have you had with him Is that is that harder than When usually like other times When teammates have gotten traded uh, I mean
18: it's always hard when teammates get traded um, You know cause you know, I can do a great job bringing great guys in here Um and he have great character, um, and you know you don't ever want to see you know people like that leave. So, you um, know, we all understand it's a business. Uh, and Ennis, you know he he knew that at the end of the day. As much as he talks trash on Twitter, uh, you know he's a really he's a real great guy, and uh, you know he cares a lot for this team, this organization, and he kind of expressed that in his video he posted uh, on on Twitter and social media. So, um, no matter how much he try to play that big big bad role, he's he's a great guy. So, um, he'll be missed over here.
14: Hey Andre, uh, I know over the summer uh, there, you've worked on your game. I've mm-hmm. heard that you worked on your game a lot. Uh, now with the pieces that are in play, because this is definitely a chess game, not checkers. Yeah. Okay, you got to plan these things <laughs> through. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Thank you for knowing the movie reference from that. <laughs> but no, but uh, but but with that in mind, I'm looking forward to seeing how you step up your game. I mean, when you got these place pieces in play mm-hmm. like this, it all it, it invigorates you to do better to yeah. excel so what part and now that you've done all your part to train mm-hmm. over summer what will that make you do now that you got these other elements in play how, how are you going to uh, just get out there and get after it son
18: Uh um, like i said before you know billy's gonna do a great job putting us all in a great position as he's as he done in the past um you know it just gives us a lot of you know a lot of possibilities you know we're all versatile on both ends of the floor um and it's just it's just all up to you know chemistry now and playing together uh, i think we can all you know compliment each other in, in certain ways so uh i mean that's what our team is all about so uh i guess we're still figuring that out uh we got a good training camp gotta go through and a uh, great preseason uh uh to do before we start the season so uh it's gonna be good
1: Oh, uh, What's your what's your biggest individual goal this year? Is it first team all defense?
18: Uh yeah. I guess you could say that. Uh my individual goal, I mean, just like everybody else on the team is to win it all. Um especially with the pieces we got and uh you know, uh it's always been a goal of mine, uh team first. My individual, I guess you could say first team all defense uh and improve my overall game. stats, So, yeah.
19: Uh, speaking of defense, how much better do you think uh, at least the starting five will be defensively now that uh, we got Paul? You and Russell last year were pretty much the only two uh, perimeter players defensively that were really stout. Do mm-hmm. you think they're going to be like this year?
18: Uh, I think it's going to be good. Um like I said before, you know, Paul's a versatile guy. Patrick's a good defender. You know, we can switch a lot. You know, go small ball, uh, stuff like that. We, you know, a lot of coverages and schemes we can throw at teams uh, to kind of mix it up and make it hard for them. So, um, like I said, we got a lot of possibilities. It's going to be interesting. So it's going to be fun.
3: Jerry, you spoke about being first team all defense for yourself, but just talk about defensively what you guys can do as a whole and how how ready you are for training camp tomorrow.
18: Uh, I mean, I'm ready as I ever, ever, ever Damn! I'm ready as I ever, ever can be So, uh, yeah uh, Tomorrow, uh, I think we're all excited um, um, Definitely, uh, one of our goals is definitely Try to be number one defense in the league um, And, you know, we got the pieces to do it So it's all about us going out there and doing it And, and doing it together uh, Being on the right page and uh, You know, growing as a, as a unit So, it's going to be good What have you worked on this, this offseason Specifically to try to improve
3: your game?
18: I uh, worked on a little bit of everything. Uh, mainly, I, w- I guess you could say, is my my health, my diet, taking care of my body. Uh, uh, I guess it comes with maturity, I guess, and getting rid of junk food. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall game, working on my shooting, handling, my passing, um, and just trying to get better in those areas.
19: Did you uh, have a relationship
3: with Carmelo before, before the trade and everything, or...
18: Uh, yeah, I'll see him out. I mean, obviously, I guard him, so, I mean, we're talking to each other half the time, but, um, no, he's a great guy. I see him out, you know, off season, offseason, eating out, stuff like that, so uh, we chat here and there, but it was kind of cool to see the trade go down, I was like, yep, that's my guy, so. Um uh, just sorry.
9: guarded him last year, you, I mean, just recently, <laughs> you, you've been dealing with him. What, what mm-hmm. is he, now as an offensive player, what, what kind of challenge is he for a defender? What kind of
18: challenge is he? Uh it's going to be tough uh, to be honest you know it's who they put on uh, I mean you know you got Russell you got Paul you got Carmelo you got Pat you got Steve Danlos I mean you gotta I don't think that many, many teams have that many defenders to kind of guard all three of those so you gotta kind of pick your poison um, and you know i going to capitalize off of that. Um, uh, so, you know, Carmelo's a great player. He knows he knows the game real well, uh, as, as you've probably seen in the offseason with the hoodie and all. So uh, he's he's definitely gotten a lot better. Um, and I'm excited, man. He's a he's a great player, and uh, I think he, he wants to win real bad, just like the rest of us. So uh, he fits in. Prefer Olympic mellow or hoodie mellow? Oh, that's a tough question. That's a tough I like Olympic mellow, but I also like what I've seen this summer, so... Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the hoodie then.
3: Nobody brought it up, but what, what's your thoughts on the statement jerseys and um, how you feel about those?
18: Man, I think they're a great look for us. Man, uh, something new, something fresh. Uh, when I first seen Paul George, when I was like, man, those look better than I actually thought they were going to uh, in the pictures. So, uh, I'm excited, man. Uh, you know, especially they you know represent Oklahoma City and what we're all about. Um, so, uh, it's gonna be good for us.
17: Um, I'm sure you saw what Kevin Durant saw on Twitter and I'm sure you had something to say about it what was going through your head when you found out what he said
18: uh, man to be honest uh, it didn't really matter what he said I mean it's all in the past now we can, we're gonna control of what we can control um, and move forward as an organization and as a whole so um, whatever the outside noise is we going to let it be and uh, you know we're gonna continue to get better and draw as a union you know move towards our goal and winning the championship, so yeah
17: Alright, right. All thanks um, I have to ask, Steven um, with the departure of the other stash bro Enos, what do you have to say about that and how, how are you going to move forward from this after losing one of your
2: good buddies? I mean, he didn't die, mate <laughs> 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 Everyone's been coming at me like he passed away, then I would be sad, but he just moved down the road mate. <laughs> I, I see him soon Like In like three weeks He's like our first game hey, I'm going to miss him I'm just going to see him In a couple of days Unbelievable On the yeah. court On the court <laughs> Yeah exactly <laughs> No no but I'm, yeah, I mean he's definitely Definitely going to be Missed around here uh, It's definitely sad But you know That's just how it goes But again uh, The relationships That you make around here Especially in the locker room uh, They they really stick You know It ain't We know that you might Play for other teams And stuff but You know So we're always going to Be friends um, brothers, I don't know what you want to call it, but yeah. <laughs> do you have your glasses on backwards? Bro? I do. Yeah. That's awesome. I always wear them like that. Outstanding, sir.
5: So. <laughs> Stephen, big big changes on the roster since uh, since your last game. Uh, Felton and and Patterson and the two the two new superstars. What's your thought of playing on a virtually new team?
2: That no, should be good. Um, I mean I would telling everyone the the main thing is that they're good locker room guys first um, and and they definitely are I mean mean, they just they're family straight away you you know what I mean so that's always the most important thing and then from there it's just you know just blow them in. obviously they're high caliber players and they'll offer a lot to us so they'll do whatever, whatever is necessary to win how can you tell somebody it's a good locker room player quickly what's What's the my, my judgment's on the handshake, mate. You know, you've got to give a good. Yeah, you know, back, back to old school, mate. You just got to give a good handshake, eye contact, and you know. And they all did that, and you know, it was good. So embrace them, and so yeah, that's how I know right away, right away, good guy. So they're yeah, good guys in my books, mate.
13: Steve, you, uh,
2: you had a pretty good
13: time. Steve? Steve, sure. There we Why go. Not? Best
2: friends. Let's get casual. <laughs> there you go,
13: mate. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> no, go on, mate. You had, you had a pretty good time at the zoo last week. You planning on going back anytime soon?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. So I was asking a dude about the, um, internships and all that. Yeah, it was sick. Um, can't tell you the answers. But... Don't laugh, mate. Come on, mate. It's serious. No, nah, just because of the zoo. The zoo was awesome, mate. It was just outstanding. It was just an unbelievable place. Uh, I find it weird that Oklahoma has a zoo for butterflies. <laughs> is that weird for you guys or no that's normal butterflies at a zoo just go to your garden mate <laughs> unbelievable might be just me mate might be just me
13: and uh the, the basketball stuff last year you guys didn't nearly have the spacing that you anticipate to have this season how do you think that's going to affect your game offensively whether it's setting ball screens and being able to roll to the basket that kind of stuff
2: I think it's right. Um, I mean, my roles. Are you asking about the role? No, it's just what it's going to create with the new perimeter players. Is that what you're asking?
13: Yeah, the spacing around you guys with the extra shooting, yeah. Melo, Paul George, all that. How, how's that going to affect you, you in the pick-and-roll game and, and opening up the lobs and all that stuff?
2: Um, well, for me, I mean, it'll just open up the roles. But regardless, it's just going to open up a lot, of, a lot of things, a lot of different things now, um, because obviously you have to respect all the players' um, perimeter shooting. Every players I'm trying to jump in on there. Okay, everyone but but me, <laughs> perimeter shooting. So like, so obviously they're gonna have the drag out more. So it's just gonna create a ton of opportunities in that sense. But um, again, it's just about being disciplined with those, uh, with those little things like that, like passing and then driving and creating for great shots rather than good shots. That makes sense. Yeah.
14: Hey, Stephen. Hello. Uh, right. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I like what you've done. Uh, you're a funny guy, first and foremost. So that I love that, that you like to uh, have fun with, you know, the paparazzi and the media and stuff like that. You know, paparazzi. The t- you guys yeah. are
2: paparazzi. Disrespect. Yeah,
14: respect, <laughs> yeah but, but, <laughs> but, check this, but check this out, though. The thing that, that I've touched on all day that I've talked about with the players that I've had the opportunity to do is that you got maturity now on your team. And maturity on the team makes I think a better cohesive unit and I think with what you've done I think that you've practiced and worked on your game over the summer and that will make you more attacking now back in the paint like the, the beast is back. I believe it's it's back. I'll take in, it. I believe it. Great. I, I, it's just going. I believe it. I see it happening because you know, you know, now teams won't be you know so quick to put you on the paint because I know you're going to be nailing those shots, and I know that with this team cohesion, you know, it just revitalizes the whole group and collective. So, your thoughts. Oh, on on how everything. Well, I just wanted to get your your opinion and you know, set it up for you. How do you think with all the changes and what you've done as your part uh. to make your game better? What will Stephen Adams be contributing now to the Thunder basketball team, as for I know that was a long ring around. I mean,
2: it's uh, hard to follow up with a I
14: question know, like that. I know, <laughs> but, I, but I love. So I, I can't want give, to give you much compliments. I believe in yeah, sandwiching.
2: I can't. I can't give you. I can't give you much after that question. Wow, that was outstanding. Almost like an exam. Um, no, so what am I going to contribute? I guess. I guess it's just it's just more the same. It's it's all the same stuff. Um, again but it's just down to just down to the coach and what we have to do as a team to put us in the best position to win because um, obviously we have an ultimate goal we want to reach that regardless of any individual stats or whatever so whatever it takes really you know, whatever he asks I mean I'm not the only one um, anyone on the team will say the same thing whatever whatever is asked of uh, the coach then that's what we're going to go out and do I think you got
14: the rest of the-
2: Thank you. Well, my, my head, mate, has just. Woo-hoo. Yes. <laughs> Alright Thank you. Thank you. Thank, you, thank you. you. wait Yeah, like to follow up on that one, right? Eh? Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> good luck on that one, guys. Yeah, that was a good question. Hype me up. Nice. No one. Thanks, David. Good choice. Good choice. All right. well. Thank you.
13: St- dive right in. Um, th- what, what are you thinking when you're watching the, the protests in the NFL yesterday um, after the, the comments from, from President Trump?
12: Um, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think, you know, I'm proud. I think America was built on a foundation of people standing up for what they believe in. And I think that throughout history, you can look at any protest that's occurred and they're not well received at the time that they occur. I think that's pretty obvious. That's why that they—that's why the protest has to take place. Um, so obviously, I think what they're doing there is—it's a good thing, and I think it's calling attention to problems that we have in this country. And obviously, there's going to be some resistance, but I think that they're—they're they're on the right path.
3: Josh with uh, all of the additions that uh oklahoma city thunder have gotten this year paul george carmelo anthony patrick patterson what do you see your role being for the team and um for the organization
12: i mean i try to be whatever they want me to be obviously we're loaded with talent um going into this year, selfishly, I want to take as much as I can from these guys, because it's not, it's not often that a player gets to learn from that level of uh, talent in one person, let alone three. So, I'm going to take that and try to make myself as um, skilled as a player as I can possibly be, possibly be, so that when my time does come, I can step up and do what it is they need me to do to
13: win. You're close with Ennis. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what's your reaction when you, you see that he's traded, and of course that Mellow's
12: coming in. It's mixed bag, man. It's obviously you know it's disappointing to see Ennis because, like you said, I was close with him and I was close with Doug too. But um, at the end of the day, this is a business and. Those guys are amazing guys, and they're talented enough that wherever they do end up, I mean, New York where, yeah, being the place now, um, they're going to succeed. I mean, I have no doubt about that in my mind. And then obviously, as a member of the Thunder, I want our team to be as, um, as good as possible and to be able to succeed. So bringing in an addition like Mello is is huge, and it's exciting.
5: You know, Josh, if, if you're a fan of media, you follow all this offseason stuff religiously and get all excited about rumors and things, do you guys follow it close? And when did you first realize, hey, we're trading, we just traded for Paul George, or
12: we um, might get Carmelo Anthony, and then you do get Carmelo Anthony? You know, I think, ideally, I'd try to... You know, stay away from it as much as I can. But if you're on any sort of social media, it's almost impossible to to avoid. Uh, so it was out there, and you see it. Um, but there's so many rumors always flying around that it's just kind of like, all right, they come and go. You don't really pay attention to them until until it happens. So, um, so when I saw, you know, the Paul George trade, obviously that was a big surprise to me because I think one thing that everybody in this room can agree on is that Sam Presti works in silence and he's a magician, and I don't think anybody ever expects. The things that happen to happen so that caught me off guard but obviously I was excited about it same thing with the uh the mellow trade the other day
13: you have uh, an update on muscle watch
12: <laughs> I don't know uh it's kind of it's no uh you know yeah I've been in the weight room in the off season best shape of my life so yeah <laughs>
9: Josh,
7: do you, have
12: a, do you have a Mellow preference for Olympic or Hoodie? Oh, man. That's tough. That's, I mean, obviously, uh, Hoodie Mellow is kind of the, the here and now. The, so I'm going to have to go with Hoodie. He seems to be on a roll right now. <clears throat>
3: uh, Josh,
12: how do you like the uh, new NBA uniforms? I like them um, comfortable, man. I'm a big Nike guy, so I was really excited when I found out Nike would be taking over the contract. Uh uh, so it's exciting. I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, testing them out here in in a few weeks. Thanks,
7: Josh.
12: All right. Thanks, everybody.
20: Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm ready to to go. And tomorrow, I'll practice with the team, with it, with the team, just like normal.
12: When
9: when did you find out you were going to be cleared?
20: Uh, I asked it. On Thursday, I guess when I was start, when I start like doing everything on the court, and they said like if everything goes okay, I'll practice with the team.
5: Alex, a lot different roster than when you uh, when we last saw you in, in April. What what do you think about all the
20: changes with with all the new guys? I think we really make a good team. I mean. Uh, We got Smello and PG, so was Russ, and more guys in the team. So I'll say we're a good team to fight for the championship.
3: Alex, with the addition of PG and Russ, Mellow. there's not there's not an or i'm sorry <laughs> pg and mellow there's not uh that a lot of defenders um to cover all those guys at one time are you excited about the possibility of potentially getting a lot more open looks and a lot more you know wide open three-pointers
18: sure
20: i mean if we have on court westbrook pg uh, Melo and let's say stephen adams nobody's gonna look for a so <laughs>
13: That would get me <laughs> a lot of open threes, and that's what I like. So. Alex, you, you put on a lot, of, a lot of pounds this summer. Can, can you explain your, your workout regimen and, and how you actually did it? Yeah, I mean,
20: a lot of it is just like control your meals, eat more protein and, and veggies, and and then work on the gym. Uh, I had a plan uh, to follow all the summer. I did it. And thanks to the Trained coaches. I was able to, to win over, I would say, like 10 pounds during the summer.
1: Uh, kind of following along with Fred's question here, you added that muscle in the offseason. How is that going to affect your game, necessarily? You already know you're a good three point shooter. What else will that help?
20: Uh, I'm just, if you know the league, I mean, uh, all the players are really strong. So one thing I realized over the first year is I got to change my body if I want to play this league. So that's what I did. And I was my. First focus during the first year and this first off season. Alex, cómo estás, uh, Alfredo de Telemundo Oklahoma. Yo sé que te acabo de molestar hace unos pocos minutos. Ah, pues acerca de el cambio que vas a hacer en tu uh, estilo de juego, porque yo sé que uh, las la campaña anterior fue nada más puros tres, ¿qué vas a hacer en tu tipo de juego, estilo de juego, para poder contribuir a este equipo? Bueno, eh, yo creo que Sí que bueno, que no tengo que perder ese ese tirador, ¿no? Eh, que ya que ya soy y simplemente tengo que ir añadiendo pues más cosas, ¿no? Con estos tres jugadores o depende con los jugadores que tenga en en ese momento en pista, pues tendré que pues jugar más con balón o sin balón, ¿no? Sobre todo pues abrir más espacios y muchas veces pues encontrar el hueco cerca de canasta.
19: In English,
11: basically, you were saying that you're just much more than a three-point shooter. Uh, Could you tell the rest of us kind of what you said at the end there?
20: Yeah. I mean, I was just saying, like, it depends, actually, with uh, which players I'm on the court. If I'm with Ross, PG, and Mel, they're going to handle the ball. So I'll need to work on my uh, non-ball movement and sometimes get, uh, like, easy layups or... Cuts move, uh, and if I'm with the other players, maybe try to to create for the team, play some pick and rolls, and of course, like be assured sure as I am. Do
3: you think your time spent with uh, Spain basketball this summer has helped you develop uh, for your game for the NBA for this season?
20: Yeah, I mean, we, lo- we work different here because we play different. But of course, I mean, just being around uh, legends like the Gasol brothers or uh, Navarro or NBA players, Ricky Rubio, uh, helps me a lot. So I'm just trying to learn from them as, I'm, as much as I want to learn from those guys here. Is it? Yeah, thank you. Thank you.
9: Raymond, you obviously played with Carmelo in New York. What was your uh, reaction? What, what, what were you doing when you found out about it, and what's just your reaction to playing with him again?
19: Oh, man, I was excited. You know, um, I gave him a gave him a call to talk to him, and um, it's, fun. it's it's going to be fun to be back with him again, man. And uh, we had a lot of good times with each other. But with this team, the team that we um, we formed and we put together, it's going to be a special team, man. I look forward to it. I look forward to tomorrow getting started.
13: that all of the mellow stuff pretty much went down pretty quick over like a 24-hour period so what was that experience like for you how how were you following it and how'd you find out how'd
19: you react um i really didn't know anything and i i I heard something but you know i really don't pay attention to rumors too much you know what i'm saying but once it actually officially went down you know i got that phone call and um i was excited man you know i was excited you know i I tend to not to pay attention to the rumors and this trade is going to happen that trade is going to happen i kind of stay away from there
0: what made you
19: choose the Thunder and free agency? It's a team that I, I feel like is is on the verge of doing something special. Hence, as you can see, as you can see now, um, I didn't know all of this was going to happen. You know, prior to um, signing here, but um, it was a team, an organization, and a team that I was um, excited about. You know, I love the the family atmosphere that you know that we have here. And um, it just—it just felt like the right thing, you know. And I'm excited, and I definitely know I did the right thing now. So, you know, it's—it's it's gonna be—it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun.
5: I mean, you—you've been around a while. You've seen a lot of different situations. How tough of a of a coaching job does Billy Donovan have? He's got a lot of talent, but he's got right. to figure out a way to use a bunch of new players, not just the superstars. You and Patrick, a lot of new players. How tough of a coaching job will that take?
19: Um. Well, you know, I, I don't think that's, I don't really think that's somewhat fair in a sense because at the end of the day, you know, we we the players and we, you know, we, we, we all grown men and whatever coach needs us to do, I think we should do it, you know, and some nights you may not like it some nights you may love it you know but overall i think that you know it's all on us you know we can't really put nothing on him you know he has the talent he has his system you know we have to find a way to you know put our game into his system and i think the biggest thing we have to learn you know is sacrifice this year you know i think we have the right group of guys who are willing to do that and i don't think we're gonna have any problem in that aspect and i think coach donovan is gonna have a a a fun year he's gonna have a fun year
1: uh, Raymond, I don't know if you saw Greg Popovich's comments today, uh, kind of about the whole Donald Trump situation, NFL protests. Uh, the gist of it was that he stood behind players who said that they can kneel. He also called our uh, country in, in embarrassment. What does it mean to you when a, an elder statesman like Greg Popovich uses his platform to to, to speak up on behalf of uh, players?
19: I feel like in everything in that aspect is 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 everybody's own opinion. You know, everybody has their opinions. Somebody else might feel a certain way and then this person here might feel a certain kind of way you know and with me I'm just all about I'm I'm not a politician and I'm not into politics so I don't really I don't get into all of that you know but at the same time you know I'm I'm all about whatever everybody else is down to do I'm down to do it you know rather as long as it's the right thing to do you know at the end of the day but um as far as what, what coach on um, Popovich did that's his opinion and that's what he said and that's that's his own opinion.
3: Uh, Raymond, you've played for several different organizations uh, throughout your career. Mm-hmm. Um, in the short time that you've been here, uh, has there been anything different within the Thunder organization that's maybe different than the rest of the organizations throughout the league that you've played for?
19: Everything is different in every organization. You know, it's that's just what it is. You know, that's why it makes every organization its own unique, you know, organization and team. But um what I will say is about this organization is that um it's 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 been it's been wonderful, it's been amazing and you know it's like I said from day one when I first signed here it's it's been family oriented and um, like it's just it's been nothing but A1 and I'm not saying it hasn't been that way in all the other teams like I said every other team is different in its own way you know I have nothing but love and respect for every team that I play for because they gave me an opportunity to play basketball which is something I love to do
5: Yeah, you know, this the Thunder struggled last year with its second unit when Russ was on the bench.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: Adding you and and Patrick clearly helped the depth, but with George and Carmelo, is is it a chance now that this this team is so deep that the second unit, whatever ever how it looks, can really be formidable.
19: No, I mean you. You need you. You're gonna need everybody on this team. You know, it's not about first unit, second unit. It's about all 15 guys coming together each and every day to make each other better, and for us to to get better as a team. You know, because at some point you're gonna need everybody. You know, rather guys getting rest and other guys need to step up who don't play a lot of minutes. Rather guys, somebody gets hurt, knock on wood, that nobody does. You know, and you know, it's just it's all about everybody getting better. You know, I really don't like to tend to talk about first unit, second unit, or starting five or you know who's coming off the bench all of us have the same goal all of us have our own roles and we have to be good at it
9: patrick first of all how is your knee and is there any any uh, update on your progress
17: uh progress is good day to day uh in my mind it's all about being 100 by the time tip off that's all i care about so it's going good uh trainer and staff has got me on the on path on pace to be there do
9: you know what you're doing tomorrow yet do you know what, like what
17: freedom you have to do not yet not yet so i assume when i roll in there tomorrow morning uh, they'll inform me all that
9: Secondly, you know, I think everybody sort of projected you to start that power forward here when you sign. Now, Carmelo Anthony comes in. What, what was your reaction to that happening? What do you think about the, about what that does, the rotations
17: and that sort of thing? Oh, I was happy. Um only makes us better you know adding him onto this team only makes us better and it's all about the team not about me starting not about me coming off the bench or my playing time or minutes it's all about us collectively as a unit getting better and uh, all heading towards that one goal which is to win a championship and get to the finals both of those so I was happy Um, great addition to the team phenomenal player even better individual and it's only going to make us better
1: Patrick, I got the vibe that you were a, a kind of a fan favorite in Toronto with the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Toronto is a much, much different city than Oklahoma City. What's that adjustment been like?
17: It's been cool. You know, I grew up in West Virginia, uh, pretty much my whole life. I went to Kentucky, so I always compare it to the University of Kentucky as far as being the it team. Um, basketball rules all in Kentucky, and it's the same thing out here. Of course, you have Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, but uh, the Thunder, pretty much in my opinion, rule all. And the fans, the people here. Are so heartwarming and loving and, and opening. Um, the weather's great out here, the food's good. So the transition's been great. I've had a lot of fun, met a lot of interesting people, seen a lot of cool places. So I've been enjoying myself.
5: Yep. Yeah, my Patrick, dad. speaking of that, mm-hmm. one, we always got the idea that even if the Thunder could trade for Carmelo, he wouldn't come here. Just mm-hmm. a New York guy who loved New York. We're not New York. What is it about this place that would make it outside of just the roster and the organization that would make it? I think it'd be okay for a guy to Carmel to say, "Hey, I, I don't mind. I
17: don't mind living." Yeah, outside the organization, and teammates. Um, of course, winning is the environment here. Outside of all that stuff, the people and the fans make the city great and what it is. Um, and that appeals to players. It appeals to me. Um, that's why it's one of the reasons why I came here. But uh, for anyone individually, um, for them to come here, you know, outside of the Thunder itself and the, and the and the team and the coaching staff, um, the people, the fans, the weather, the environment. Uh, it's a great place to be. It's a good place to be. If you have a family, it's it's po- nothing but positive energy. And um, I don't see why people wouldn't come here just because all those factors combine into something great.
13: It's a little bit of a follow-up to, to mm-hmm. Barry's, but historically this organization hasn't really... Sign big name guys, you know, convince big name guys to come here in whatever capacity, whether it's like Melo in a trade or something like that. Mm. What's what's changed? I mean, you came here, Ray decided to come, and he's a mm. big time vet, and, and Melo obviously a huge name. What is there is there something in the league that you've seen or with the reputation of the organization that's changed over the last five years or whatever it's been?
17: Uh, the reputation here has been nothing but phenomenal, but, but positivity, you know, from uh, the guys who have been here and given this organization and the city success, uh, from the players saying nothing but positive and great things about their experience here on and off the court to winning, uh, to being in the national limelight to the entire country, the entire world knowing who the Oklahoma City Thunder are, uh, throughout the course of the years it gradually becomes more appealing and as you continue to win that's only going to cause guys to want to be here and you have a great GM, you have a great coaching staff, you have phenomenal players and amazing fans, you know it's only going to get better and throughout time as you've seen it's gotten better and guys have been wanting to come here and And guys want to win and you go to a team that you feel like you can win, that you see yourself best fitting in. And um, that's that's what we've been seeing this past summer what was the best movie you saw this summer best movie I saw this summer wow. um it hasn't come out yet uh, you got a couple months but it's called The Killing of a Sacred Deer mark that down uh, it comes out in a couple months but mark that one down uh, Mother I don't know if anyone's seen that go check it out make sure you bring um, a brown paper bag just in case you get a little sick a little woozy make sure you stay the whole entire movie don't leave early so definitely those two
3: Hey Patrick um, so Saturday things kind of changed as far as the team goes, mm-hmm. and maybe as far as your standing within, this te- within the team. Mm-hmm. So, how did you? How do you see your role kind of changing uh, now that Carmelo is in the in the mix, mm-hmm. uh, probably as a starter now?
17: Uh, my role is still the exact same. Uh, energy guy. Anytime I step on the court, making sure the energy is up, energy level is great. Uh, my teammates are all comfortable with what's going on out there in the place, spacing the floor on offense, uh, taking my shots as they come three points, transition, playing great defense, being able to switch on to a guard, being able to guard my man in the post, talking and communication. Whether that's me starting, whether that's me coming off the bench, even when I signed, nothing was told to me I'm going to start. No one said that. Uh, I I expected to come here and earn a spot, whether it's starting or whether it's coming off the bench, whether it's the sixth man, whether it's the eighth man in rotation. Uh, When I signed here, I knew I was going to have to work hard to get minutes out there on the course. so uh, that's my mindset you know no one's changing that no one new addition wise is going to change that but um that's pretty much my role that's what i just explained cool else?
9: Thanks, Patrick. thank you Thanks. Terrence, this obviously is a very different team than the one, the roster when you got drafted. What, for you as a young guy, what's it like just to know now you're going to be learning things from Paul George and Carmelo Anthony and be around those guys?
21: Uh, I know those guys are future Hall of Famers in this game. So to be able to just come in right away as a rookie and just learn from them, uh, just picking from each and every brain, um, just learning and trying to get better as a person, as a player, and just how to survive inside this league.
13: Terrence, what's your first NBA summer like? What, what what do you do from a workout perspective and from a lifestyle one? Uh, from
21: lifestyle first, uh, just trying to find a home, just trying to find somewhere to stay. Uh, I'm just trying to get my body right for uh, for a season and on the court, like just working out, just doing my game, uh, a lot of shooting, just staying in shape, just just those things.
13: Does, does a season where you're abroad and kind of have to be on your own? You're living in another country and trying to figure that in your own. Does that kind of help with that process? Is there sort of a familiarity because of it?
21: I Most mean, well, definitely, you no. Know, I matured a lot uh, last year, you know, going to Australia, different country. I'm a young guy. Uh, it definitely helps coming back home. Uh, very way easier here though. You know, coming back home, just trying to find a spot and just living on your own. I'm pretty much used to it now. There, uh, that year in Australia, so it's pretty easy now.
9: Steven is from New Zealand and has made very clear he's he not like <laughs> Australia very much. Has he uh, given you any grief about playing there?
21: Well, I'm not Australian, so he, he doesn't really give me uh, anything about it. But he definitely talks about Australia all the time. And it's, uh, and it's a New Zealand-Australian thing. But I understand it, but I'm not Australian, so he doesn't really give me anything about it. <laughs>
1: Being a Tulsa native, um, now being back here in Oklahoma, just what has it been like since draft day so far and now gearing up for the season with yourself and just your family here?
21: Uh, It's crazy. Like you said, being from Tulsa, being from Oklahoma, and playing for my home state team, uh, it's an honor and it's a blessing. I'm just taking it all in right now and just enjoying it.
13: Do you have a plan yet? Have, have you spoken to people on kind of an outlook for this season, uh, where you might be playing your time, where you might be able to get your minutes in terms of in the G League versus uh, on the NBA roster?
21: Uh, right now, I'm just taking step by step. Uh, like I said, it's listening, learning, uh, just getting familiar with everybody uh, in the arena, uh, with the coaches and players, and just like I said, taking step by step, I'm just waiting for my day to come.
9: you might be involved in any of them or did you hear your
21: name come up in any of those trades or anything along with You know, my agent just told me, you know, just stay focused. He said, you uh, know, you have nothing to worry about. So I wouldn't worry about anything. I was just playing my game, just working out, just staying the same person I am. Okay, oh, good. thank you guys.